Hey, what's up, everybody? And like the last few episodes, this episode is brought to you by my friend Ian McPartland, the uh, State Farm agent. He's a local guy up in Tinley Park. Uh, Ian McPartland, he's a regular over at Crafted 1979. That's kind of how I got hooked up with him. We we were sharing beers the one day, and, and we were talking about the podcast, and he was like, hey, you know, maybe I should do a sponsorship on your show. You know, I run this uh, branch State Farm, you know. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe that, that would work. Well, Ian actually helped me kind of look at my policy through State Farm, which I already have a State Farm agent, so I actually didn't switch over to Ian just yet, but um, he helped me look at my policy and take a look and see that, you know, I could save money one way or I could kind of uh, adjust my my uh, plan and make it a little bit more comprehensive for just like barely like five bucks a year or something. Uh, so the dude knows what he's doing, but it's I, uh, Ian is my agent.com. So state farm, Ian is my agent.com. You can go visit him at eight, two, three, one West 185th street and uh sweet 400 in Tinley park. And he's offering you the, the chance to, I mean, all you have to do is get a quote. If you, if you're not a state farm agent and you're just looking to maybe change insurance or save a little money on your insurance or see if anybody else has a better way for you, contact Ian, get a quote. You can call him at 708-444-0556. And if you get a quote from him, he literally will give you a gift card uh, for 10 bucks to go to craft in 1979, which is the place I'm slinging beers. So it's kind of a win-win for me. So you can come see me. Uh, over at Crafted with a $10 gift card and get yourself a, you know, a pint of something or a nice full pour or something good. Uh, so yeah, ianismyagent.com. Go check him out. Ian McPartland, that's my dude. Uh, but this this is a big episode. Um, I know a lot of stuff has been stirred on, on the inner the interwebs in the last couple of days because Sean, uh, Sean Burns over at uh, More Brewing had posted something about uh, having some big news and people he was very cryptic it was just a, a picture of a hop uh, like a little graphic design and it was kind of like well what, what's going on here is is there's something going on so sean and uh his best friend uh, evan morris who is the gm at more they uh they came on the podcast to kind of shed some light on this stuff so hopefully you get all the answers you need uh, we sat down for a good hour plus uh, hour 45 minutes something like that and talked about it so you'll hear a lot of detail um, I don't want to talk too much. I just want you guys to kind of listen from them. It's it's their thing. So, again, hopefully this will shed a little light on uh, what's next for Sean. All right, we're actually going now. So don't say anything crazy. Like, Nothing crazy. like, like don't post any cryptic shit on Instagram about, like, with a hop picture on it. Um, so um, I'm jo- I'm joined by uh, two fellas, uh, Sean Burns and Evan Morris. Uh, you guys are here because everybody probably wants to know what the hell that post was about. Uh, well, it was like last night. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys gonna be coy? I set up these yeah. microphones not for nothing. Stupid. So. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's just like when no, uh, when the guy that made henna and then uh, you know gets lines around a, a bike path in Villa Park for a year, and then all of a sudden he's got exciting news, quote unquote. People want to know what's up. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's basically been a, a long time coming, and uh, uh, it's exciting. So there's a lot of. Uh, emotions going on yesterday and uh, we were excited so we we thought we wanted to kind of just give a little sneak peek and kind of while we were still getting getting the, the last few things in in uh in order here but uh yeah uh we're starting a new brewing company um this time it'll be owned and operated by 
uh, myself, uh, my best friend Evan here, yep. who was also the GM at at Moore. I worked with him back at Ram as well. Uh, and then my wife, who's also been there obviously since uh, the Ram days with me and making all my uh, art and graphic design and stuff. So yeah, man, we're excited. Uh, but the brewing company is uh, it's phase three brewing company. Um, so it's, uh, you know, just I've just a little preview caused quite a stir on the internet. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's be, be for everybody. We're recording this on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday. What's the twelfth today? So uh, this will probably come out tomorrow, the thirteenth. It'll yeah. probably hit hit the uh, airwaves then. But but yeah, you you posted that last night on Monday, the eleventh, and it was like boom, Instagram, Facebook. It was it hit a bunch of Facebook groups, and I'm just like, whoa, what what is happening right now? And yeah, I mean, we didn't know it, it was going to take off like that. Yeah, it was kind of a unexpected thing, and I saw a lot of like people responding, and everybody had questions. Obviously, they're like, "What does that mean? Are they are they doing like an offshoot?" I think a lot of people's heads headspace went to side project uh, and share, right? And yeah, right. that was kind of like the instant thought. And there was definitely some other people going the other way and saying like, "Holy shit, he just left," or like, "Well, yeah. he left left more." Holy shit, he's opened his own brewery, or maybe it's a new beer coming out. Maybe some people were confused and thought it was part of like the expansion of more, maybe uh, that kind of thing. So like, what, what was the thought process behind just posting it? Like, you just want to kind of put it out there? Yeah, I mean, I think we were just super excited. All of that just happened uh, earlier that day. So we were um, excited to live out our dreams. I mean, Sean's been thinking about this since he's been homebrewing. I uh, actually had another company before this. It was called Distortion Skateboards. <laughs> All right, when I was 13. Tell me more about so, Distortion Skateboards. Uh, a couple blank decks off eBay go a long way for a 13-year-old. You know, you couldn't of, even do an Ollie. Yeah. Once a skateboard company. No, no freaking. Uh, so this your, is, your shoes this, were probably all nice and intact. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, th this is something um, on so many levels that has been a dream for us. So we're excited, and we were still just kind of figuring out a couple things, but ultimately wanted to, to give a little sneak peek and share it. I don't know what you're doing with that water bottle over there, but you better knock it off. <laughs> He's gonna smack that water bottle out of your head. Uh, yeah, I mean there there was no like true like root reason. I mean just besides being excited, man. Like I mean can't fault fault us for being excited. Uh, at the same time, there was just a couple things that we wanted to get get ready, um, and it was kind of like, do we do it? Do we not do it? Like yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Like let's go ahead and post something and just kind of uh start growing this brand i mean we, it was the first day that uh evan and i left uh we were, we were done with more uh you know <laughs> eight hours earlier or not even and it was just like let's go let's uh let's start growing this next uh business and, it, and it do sounds this. super cavalier when you put it that way like like oh yeah we just like let's just get it going but like a lot more thought went into it than that i mean obviously yeah definitely. yeah absolutely i mean we didn't want to give too much information because uh it's just what like i said there, there's a couple things and i'm hoping actually to post it tonight uh if if my wife can get the last couple things uh which i know she will uh so hopefully here within like the next half hour we can get get a post maybe while we're while we're talking while, here. We're, while we're on, on, yeah, while we're on, on the mic um but then then everything will be in order we're just waiting on some social media stuff that we want to finish some uh, d graphic design stuff that she needs to uh uh tighten up and, and get ready and <clears throat> yeah then we're ready then we can start taking in all the questions and hopefully this covers that and hopefully you have this ready and we can post it. So you save us a oh, lot I'll of, have it uh, ready. No. <laughs> so you save us a lot of, uh, you know, typing, uh, we, people can just listen to this if they're interested. Well, I mean, like, let's talk a bit, a bit about it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evan, Evan, you look like you got some things to say. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're, uh, we're ready. I think kind of diving back a little bit to how long this has been a dream for us. We're just excited to, 
to do something that represents exactly who we are and exactly how we feel about the brand, the people that, that interact with it and ourselves and the amount of work and effort we put in. So that, that, that's where we're at. That's what phase three is going to be about. It's our final and last stop here on our, our train of just trying to make good beer, make a good brand, be responsible business in the community and take care of ourselves and the people that hopefully we can employ one day. So, yep. I mean, that's, that's the root of this. Uh, I mean, really is, is, uh, being not to sound like a control freak here, but it's like being in ultimate control of, uh, you know, the employees and the, the absolute direction of this company and, uh, knowing where it's going to go, growing it at uh, a pace that we're comfortable with. Um, you know, just kind of, yeah, I mean, just being ours, having our vision completely wrapped around it. I know you kind of basically touched on this a little bit, but uh, but how long was the thought process going into the name of it? Because that's a, a thing that people are always super curious about. I know yeah. you, you mentioned, I think, Evan, real quick, like that was kind of the third phase and hopefully mm-hmm. final phase. Yeah, um, yeah so, th- I mean, third, or uh, phase, sorry, phase three uh, basically came about, like, I don't even know. We were, we were throwing back names, and I'm the, you know, we, we were type of people like you know i know if i'm sitting there thinking about something I can't, i'm not going to come up with anything creative or, or interesting or nothing that really means anything and so i always like you know what like it'll just come to me i'm just gonna be we'll, we'll go do something while we're doing that like it'll come to me and uh whatever and for whatever reason i must have heard uh you know something being broken apart into like phases or something and it clicked to me like this is the third this this is the third phase of my career yeah. uh so phase three uh there's also a um electrical like kind of thing and brewing and stuff that that's kind of cool is like uh uh you know three phase electricity for for a lot of like uh you know pumps and uh electronic things in the brewing uh industry so kind of kind of has a it, it origin like from there double too. double meanings double meaning but meanings. but really yeah, i mean it goes back to this is like the the third phase of 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 my career uh in a brewing industry of Evan's career in a brewing industry and also my wife, a lot of people don't know, but I met my wife at, uh, while working at Ram, uh, she was also working at Ram at the time. So, um, we all kind of, actually we all met there. Uh, that was, that was kind of the root root of this. So oh, we talked about that in the last podcast. It, yeah. it was really funny about yeah. that too. Cause I was, I, I think I, I was in there eating not that long ago and more and talking to Evan and I was like, man, I, I was re-listening to the art, our, our episode of the podcast from, last year in april and we were just laughing about like how we just met each other that day and it was like kind of cool and relaxed and we we, we went like three hours and mm-hmm. it's called the bromance off. and yeah. Then, yeah yeah exactly and then i sat there and i'm like i'm listening to 20 some odd minutes in there and it's a, you mentioned something about like it's always been on your brain to to do this one day it's just yep you know but it wasn't that time yet you know? it wasn't that time yet and uh you know yeah i mean really it just was one day it was just there's a uh, you know, everything kind of clicked. Uh, a lot of the issues that, that were going on, uh, with Evan and I, um, you know, just kind of made sense. And it was just like, you know, this is, we got to do this, man. Like if there's, if there's, if this is ever going to happen, it needs to happen now. Like we need to do this. And we'd looked at each other and we're just like, let's go. I went and talked to, to my wife and same thing, you know, if we're ever going to do this, like we're going to just stop talking about this one day. We need to do this now. And there's never a better time than now. So we just, that was that. Was, let's go. Yeah, being like, you know, with, scary, with Evan being like a, you know, a swinging kind of like, you know, f- he's got fiance, but like he's still some semi bachelored up. Put in work. You know, like, put in work. Like so. he, he doesn't understand <laughs> that. Like I'm listening to Sean talk and I'm just like, I'm going, Jesus Christ. If I brought that yeah, to my wife, yeah. if I. 
<laughs> if yeah. I was like, hey, the face. So that that says a lot to like how much confidence Brittany has in, in the whole process. And Absolutely. What, what, and, and, and a lot of this came down to like, uh, you know, what, what, what the most scary thing of starting a business usually is like financial stuff. And yeah. we were able to position ourselves like strategically um, to do this and also find a way to do it uh, cheaper than we originally thought we would have to do it by by contract brewing um so that's kind of how we're going to start this all this whole thing out and that just limits our initial cost and um kind of just follow what a lot of breweries have been following and just like work out of just perked my ears up when he said i was wondering where he's going with that yeah the the contract brewing so yeah that's like uh yeah that that's that's going to be the number one thing I think on people's minds. Like, what is this? Where is this space at? Right. Where you know, is this a new brewery? Yeah. So what you're saying is you're gonna you're gonna see a, a model, a, a different model. Is yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna go Definitely. in. Is it? I always get confused with that because I've talked to this, uh, talked to like Mike Palin about this when mm-hmm. they had Saint Laurent in the house. So, you know, it's like that alternating proprietorship versus you know contract brewing. Right. Like they feel like the words never get used correctly. Everything right. So interchangeable. That's very true. Yeah. So contract brewing is literally we're just under a contract. We're using uh you know uh, someone's space someone's brew house someone's either fermenters or, or whatnot um and then um literally just under contract uh you know technically uh they're they're brewing the beer for us but there are recipes there are stuff uh that's kind of how it is technically worded <laughs> take uh-huh. take what you want from yeah, that that's the legal side um and then and then alternating proprietorship is basically where uh essentially one day we own the brewery when we're using it and then the other day they own the brewery like that's and then and then things are you know we have our own ttb we're kind of licensed and all that we're going to start uh as a contract brewer eventually work our way into an alternating proprietorship possibly um we'll see what kind of floats uh floats us uh makes sense if we don't need to switch it right off the bat then we don't we'll kind of yeah. kind of learn as we go and see what we want to do but yeah, so that's the difference between contract brewing and all prop. The first thing that's going to come to people's minds is hot butcher. Like, yep. is that is this a model going to be like similar very similar? To what you yeah, see in the market? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could, yeah, hot butcher is right now probably the the most known in this area uh, for for that. But I mean, Saint Laurent as well. Yeah, microphone was doing it out of Unani, and yeah, I mean, this is a model even for a little. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is a model that's throughout the United States right now is just part of the reason why there's so many breweries popping up is that it's it's fairly easy and the camaraderie between breweries and and stuff are just is so high that hey man yeah. like you're a competitor but we'll let you in and and let you brew because they're it's part of the um the bigger picture here everyone sees it and uh they see us helping them we see them helping us there's just a a nice kind of dynamic here and, and if you can find that it's special evan and i got lucky and uh uh we think I we think we got it. Yeah, we think yeah. we got it. Think so you got something here. Yeah. yeah so it, uh, it was really refreshing just when we first met with, you know, drum roll. Oh shit! I was gonna <laughs> say like <Yeah. laughs> the yeah. next question yeah. I think is yeah. gonna be Who? pretty yeah. obvious. Like, uh, where the fuck is this happening? No. At? So we met with actually some people you've had on the podcast before, but um, Jason and Jake from Lake Zurich Brewing oh, Company. LZB. Yeah. So uh, we met with them, and it was just a uh, we had actually never met them before. Um, so it was kind of initial meet and greet and all of the, the vibes were there, everything that, you know, we were putting up, they liked and everything they were putting up, we liked. And, um, so it seems like it's going to be a fantastic relationship moving mm-hmm. forward. So we're excited about that. Yep. So that's, I mean, you're, you're kind of based in the, in the Northwest suburbs, right? You were, you were familiar with the area when you were in Schaumburg sure. and then, yep. uh, and then did yeah, you I actually worked at Ram and Wheeling. So not too far from the Lake Zurich oh, uh, wow. brewing company. Yeah. So not, you know, so I know, I know my way around there a little bit, uh, but, um, 
I think I know where you're going with this. I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead, no, but uh, ahead. as far go as ahead, like please. how the beer is going to get out, we're actually going to be distributing uh, most of it. Uh, we've talked about possibly doing like limited releases out of there, but um, that's something we're tr- still trying to figure out. We'll know kind of as we start brewing and uh, you know what our volumes end up being and stuff like that. But the goal is to basically get as much uh, out into the market, work with select accounts, people that we've met over the years, uh, friends, uh, try to help them out. They've you know always always you know, had a hand there for us if we ever needed it. Um, so, um, yeah, we're going to go that route and hopefully make some people happy. They don't have to drive to a single location, stand in line for an hour or whatever. Like we can drop beers um, off, uh, across the Chicago area. That. That's, that's a cool thing. There people is nothing do, wrong with that. I agree. Uh, but it, but it, I could definitely see it getting, uh, tiring to too many people. You know, if you have to drive from a North suburb to a West <coughs> suburb or, or, or a South suburb, and you're driving yeah. all around the city just to get a four pack of beer. It's frustrating, and especially if you get shut out or something. And uh, it, it also puts a a uh, uh, kind of a okay, I'm trying to think of the right word here, but like makes the standard for that beer now very high. Like now, like all right, I just drove you know 45 minutes to stand in line for an hour to get this four pack of IPA. It better be worth all of that, and you know, and it's it's kind of frustrating because people I think. Uh, judge it off of that and it's you know i don't i want it i want it to be judged fairly against um you know every other beer out there so i think this is like a good way to do that and uh keep people's perceptions clear and uh yeah i don't know we, it's kind of new for us so it's, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun so yeah. this will yeah. be a kind of a cool i think it'll just be fun yeah i'm really looking forward to just being able to build that many more relationships on the business side and do cool things and you know have awesome charity events and be involved and not just where our brewery is located but in these other surrounding communities and things Mm -hmm. like that i think it's a great opportunity um to to be involved in that level too well i mean that's that's you you talked about the financial thing and like it being it can be scary uh you're making you're making a huge jump obviously but there's a lot of facets of of intimidation and scariness to to the jump uh not only just just you guys are used to being in a space where you can showcase your beer and you guys work simpatico you know if sean's making the beer you're you're on the floor evan you yeah. know talking to the people watching them consume it you know the restaurant side everything i do so a like, lot of watching yeah so like how scary is that for you like to to not have that kind of uh like ready to ready to kind of be able to watch your beer as it's being consumed and watch sean's beer and be able to kind of like be in that incubated space yeah. you know it's going to be a different world for you guys getting yeah, out really into good, the world. Yeah, it's a really good question because, you know, part of my job will be turning into more of a salesman, which is something admittedly I've never really had to be in that position. I'm more of a manager kind of leadership role most of my life. So that that will be different. But um, I think in, in the same breath, it will be refreshing to go out and see our beer being enjoyed in different places, you know, at a craft beer bar or wherever it may be. But it's being a team enjoyed in different places since we didn't get have any distro, um, with you know, at more so. Yeah, yeah, damn that that question's always been a weird question with the the brew pub distro and, and that you know and I actually asked that I haven't put the episode out yet but I just did the Brewers Guild and Danielle kind of explained some of the what goes into that and why's because you know from the beer craft beer consumer side of things you're like oh it seems obvious why wouldn't you just let them do that but she kind of went over some of the odds and ends of like why that why those rules are in place and that and it seems to like make a little more sense so yeah I can't, I'll, I'll release that episode this week so people can kind of hear that. Because it was kind of obvious. I'm like, why would you not? Let, you know, I'm like totally like, I want my beer everywhere I can get it. But then it makes a little more sense that way. But this is going to be like a whole new space for you guys. Uh, like you said, 
you could be like a salesman basically in in some capacity i said drink it (laughs) (laughs) super Uh tasty i promise (laughs) well i mean it's it's a different world because like i don't i can't say that anybody's really done this yet right i mean there's nobody's uh built a reputation uh to like where you know i would say at least in the chicago market and and uh, you know you were just at hunapu i saw you guys at wake fest you know like and around the country like hannah and and your brands are known uh, stuff that you've done when you were at ram when you left the ram like you had known brands there so nobody's really built a reputation uh, you know as kind of quality as you have and then left their brewery to go i mean it's sad i mean i i so a little like uh, tidbit to to rewind uh, back at ram i mean when i left ram uh they were they were really starting to push me to get barrels filled they wanted me to start a whole barrel program and that was something i was like you know what i, I don't want to start this because i knew i was going to be leaving at some point the creative freedom there just wasn't where i where i needed it to be for myself um so i knew at some point soon i was going to be leaving um so when they started telling me I needed to get ready and start, you know, filling barrels, I was like, I'm not, I'm not filling barrels and then leaving them. Like, I can't do that. I get a, I get a, you know, as, as silly as it sounds, but I get attached to them. Like it's a, it's a project that I start. I want to finish it. Um, so that was actually one thing at, at more that, that's, that held me back for, for a, a while too, is, was walking away. You know, I have 65 bourbon barrels filled with great beer there. There's so uh, sad. you know, I haven't even, you know, with, with, with beer that I've, you know, worked on with other people, um, stuff like that so walking away from those especially knowing that some of the best juice hasn't even come out of some of those barrels is just like ugh. like i'm not even i don't even know if i'm even going to taste it i don't know who's going to be handling it uh you know at this point it's just like it, it, it's sad and that, and that took a lot out of me and uh you know it, it, it's not like uh every beer that i brewed was a two or three week turnaround it's some of these were 18 months or 12 months or longer in the making you know like there's there's some good good stuff over there that that uh you know my hands will never never touch and kind of finish so it's 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 uh frustrating but at the end of the day it's like i think i have the support from you know the community to help me redo that somewhere else and hopefully i've if anything i've i've picked up some of uh uh, techniques and i've uh, learned a lot of things from both of the places that i've worked at and i can kind of create this new uh kind of thing over over with phase three and and that's that's what i'm most excited about is is just kind of to to have a fresh start here uh kind of put everything that i've learned this is it like this is go time i don't i don't there's no more after this guys like this is what you see here (laughs) is what you get you're gonna see me grow as a brewer but like this is it like this is this is the last last uh time i i i'm i'm leaving a brewery to go to another brewery phase Um, three or bust hashtag really phase three or bust so. And, and you know what? Like, I think I, I think you know. There's definitely going to be that layer to people are going to be seeing and examining this thing from the outside, and they're not going to have all the facts and all the story. But there's going to be that layer of like, why, why, why the hell? Like, was it a contentious thing? Was it a, was it a, you know, like eh, I just outgrow myself? Was it something that you always had in your brain? Like, you're t- you're this talking is going to happen more or, or with more with yeah. leaving more? Like uh, going off on your own? It, I, so the first, first and foremost, uh, you know, there was never any creative restrictions. I, I had full uh, reign of that, and you've you know, always told me it was your beer. And yeah, it's Sonny yeah. and Perry. Uh, the yeah. more let yeah. let you have your beer. One hundred percent. Yeah, and they never they never restricted that. Um, you know, and it wasn't really, uh, there was just a lot of, uh, um, you know, our visions just didn't align and they didn't align, uh, a lot, um, on certain things. And some of the things that I value most, they didn't align on. Um, and that was just uh, very frustrating knowing that, um, 
this kind of an opportunity was right around the corner for for me and it was hard to cope with trying to uh you know uh yeah i don't know like i don't, I don't want to get too far into it um no, it's, no, it's a yeah, sore no, subject it's, for it's very fresh yeah, news. it's very exactly. fresh but uh yeah i mean i mean I'll, I'll leave it at that that there was just uh some um misalignment with our vision and and how and values. And, values and how to grow the the company and what direction it wanted to go and um that kind of thing and it was just like I, it's hard to be a, a guy with with uh you know with such creative freedom and you know, you know i have so much freedom but then on the when it really comes down to it at the end of the day there was like just certain things like i didn't have the final word you know and a lot of that was uh you know expanding into three locations and uh, you know one location was okay we needed you know obviously there was a supply shortage and that was something that we needed to get fixed but uh when we started looking at like a third location uh shortly shortly after we were looking at the second location and and actually I, i'm not i don't want to say we because it wasn't we uh but when when they started looking at at a sec at a third location that was kind of a eye opener for evan and i we were just like what is going on like we're like this is going to drive us into the ground and, and we have no control over it right now like we we are not in the driver's seat when it comes to the, some of this stuff and it's just frustrating so i mean that ultimately is where you know the control comes in of wanting to have our own place where we can make that decision we get to decide how fast we want to grow or how how you we know, take care of people how take yeah just, you know yeah. what kind of what kind of decisions are being made and i think for sean and i too consistency is a big thing and um you need you need to work in a consistent environment and when that environment is constantly changing it's not consistent it definitely throws off your your flow and your ability to to be successful and creative so well Ever? you know what you you've always spoken to me about like the importance of uh of your staff and you know just kind of keeping everybody engaged and keeping everybody like, how hard is that going to be for you to not like you're not going to have a staff <laughs> know, right yeah. off the bat like yeah. you're going to be like missing yeah. the those skills yeah i'm actually you know what I'm, I'm actually really excited to to hone in some other things you know and other aspects of uh of my business sense and, and things that i'm going to have under my belt now so um, I'm excited to get out on the road and, and be knocking on account doors and, and handling that and being a little bit more of a brand manager at times than a people manager, um, at, least manager. To, at least to start off. Nice uh, ring. So, you know, that's I'm excited to do that because I haven't got to do that as much uh, leading up to this. So so that'll be fun. And, um, you know, now I have Sean and Brittany to manage. So that's going to be a lot of that's, fun. <laughs> we'll see if Sean and Brittany I don't think they see it, it that Brittany way. Yeah. That. We'll see about that. <laughs> He's already already out over his skis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that that. How did you how did you come to the the uh, format decision? Because that that seems like a that seems like a tough conversation, right? I mean, obviously, like the financial side of it's going to play into that. Like, who who's got money to just go walk into a brewery and, and open you know walk into a space and like we're going to buy a building, we're going to go open a space, and we're going to yeah. make a million dollars. You know, it, so I mean, what what kind of discussions? What kind of kind of like hard conversations you when you get this. to the contract just to get portion. into like the yeah the, the format like like when, when you're like all right this is the way we're gonna have to do it you're, are you so you're saying what to lead us to that decision yeah like or? like how did you guys come to it like what was it like long nights the three you guys discussing no, this stuff? no i mean spaghetti I would, dinners i mean yeah, like what uh it was i'll tell you i think it's it's been a while it's something that sean and i have, t have talked about um for quite some time and we kind of would go through um, different levels of um, of discussion on that, depending on some of the things that were happening around us. And initially, it was like, yeah, we would need investors, and like, how are we going to go find investors? And 
and all these things. And then I think as time went on, our confidence grew in each other's capabilities. And I know Brittany's did too. And uh, we eventually got to a point where it's like, okay, we can do this. Even if somebody's watching everything we do, like we can still make sure that we can make it out of that phase there of doing a contract. Brewing. I know it's a buzzword, um, but make it through that portion of our company growth and onto obviously our own taproom one day, um, which is, which is the goal and the dream. And we'll try to do that as, as fast as we can. And, and is, and then is a healthy of a manner as we can for the business. So, so that's the goal. That's, that's yeah. actually the, the longer goal. Like right now, this is, uh, this, this is just, the current state uh and this is what works right now yeah the, this is us you know the first step in fulfilling our dream but i got a feeling there's gonna be a lot of people calling and they're like hey i'll invest like yeah. what do you guys want to do you guys want to get yeah. a room? i got money I, mean, I know a guy who's got a bunch yeah. of money you know <laughs> yeah we're not quite there yet we want to get this off the ground you know we want to make sure that there's there's air beneath this thing and that we can get it up get it going wind um, beneath your wings yeah you know i'm a big air guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh dropping but, them black daggers yeah <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so that, that, that's the goal there and then see, you know, three, four months where we're at and then what the playing field looks like. But ultimately it would be a tap room that's more production focused where the majority of that space is to brewing beer, um, you know, with a nice quaint tap room that's more, um, I would say beer focused would be the best way. That's, that's interesting. It. Like, what, what would you like? I'm, I'm looking at it from, you know, you're, you're where, where I'm used to seeing you guys in this space where like there's this there's this restaurant and this brick wall separating with with tanks kind of mashed into this little area. So. So was that ultimately something that that, that went into that kind of vision that you were talking about that didn't kind of sync up uh with ownership was that kind of no not necessarily i mean that was all i walked into more on my first day and that was that was already decided like, like, how did you feel about that brew house like about that that, uh, that side so of things? so what's actually you know so the the brew house actually if you've ever been to more it used to be on the uh uh what am i the west side of the building kind of where the bright tanks are um, where, where it's much more narrow. And I actually, I was like, this is not going to work. We, we moved everything and it kind of, it, it still worked out, but at least I had the fermenters in front of it. So if you were in the tap room, like you couldn't really see in there and, and not even on a, like I'm doing anything. I don't want people to see, but more of a safety thing. Like I'm a very, mm-hmm. you know, I, I come, come from more of a corporate structure at Ram and I, you know, I'm a Griebel, uh, yeah. Griebel said I'm a Siebel grad and, uh, you know, safety is basically, uh, implemented into like a lot of the things that we do and stuff so it was very uh important to me especially so so if i'm working with like caustic and acids and stuff like that and you know tri clamps i've seen them come loose and you know they they wiggle out during a, you know while a pump is running during a cip and uh you know i've seen that stuff happen and, and knowing that there's kids on the other side of these fermenters with their parents eating dinner or you know uh or eating it's lunch scary. or something it's it's a scary thought so it's not how i would recommend uh uh you know doing it and i uh, definitely wouldn't do that going forward but uh i like i also like the intimacy of of kind of working on a on a batch like you know working with my my assistant brewer or something and like having uh you know being able to talk about you know what's the next process here or just shooting the shit and having like you know letting creative ideas flow uh, and kind of kind of doing that but I just said shit and flow right next Boom. to each other. You said you weren't going to say shit. those flow words. Down, so let's that flow shit. that shit. Flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny that you mentioned that because another guy uh, who I, I know you enjoy his work and I know most of Chicago enjoys his work uh, uh, is uh, 
Roger, when Roger was at Corridor, yep. he, he he talked about some of that same kind of challenge mm-hmm. at Corridor. Like you're oh, in yeah. that space. I mean, you you know their yep. how their yep. room sets yep. up. You know, it's like there's there's real danger there. It's yep. uh, you know, it's uh, obviously that's not like the 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 straw that made you know made you want to start your own brewery, but it's yep. something to th- consider. You know, so going forward, in, you're looking forward to kind of having some of that. It's almost like a clubhouse space, you know, like yeah. where you just kind yeah. of free flow and everybody's kind of on the same page. You, right. can, you can just let it go. You know, right. like, the, like you're not considering those ancillary factors of like. I mean, let's not lie too. it's it's kind of loud. It's I mean, usually if I'm cleaning and stuff, yeah. you've been in there. I've, you sit at the corner of the bar sometimes and sometimes it's, it's a lot loud of grunting. Sometimes it's a lot of heavy things that need lifting back there yeah. and he's not that strong. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just slightly I, built. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like, uh, yeah, it's like. I wouldn't want to sit in a tap room while I'm enjoying a beer and listening no. to like, you know, a spray ball spinning around, you know, like wishing caustic <laughs> on in the inside of a tank. Like it's, it's annoying. Like, uh, a, like a caustic Gallagher show. It's yeah. cool. And, and Spraying it, the people. It's something to look at, but you know, not the way I would design it. Like, uh, like Evan was touching on earlier, it'd be a, you know, tap room with a, uh, a, a brewery kind of behind the scenes i mean literally kind of like how lake zurich brewing is set up right now so if you yeah. haven't been there i'd go there and check LZB. it out that's, that's kind of what we want uh we want a little bit larger tap room eventually uh for our own thing but uh overall kind of what they have going on is what we want going on and yeah. he's got to remember he has a new assistant brewer now mm-hmm. and i like to listen to sick beats <laughs> oh my god really Think loud about that while i'm brewing like yeah. what like what's the yeah. soundtrack day to brew day one brew day um one. Logic. It's logic. We already know. Yeah, it's it's logic. It is logic, yeah. It's logic. logic. It's logic. Yep. We already know. I figured it'd be yeah. like a, maybe one of your home mixtapes or something. <laughs> Get at me on SoundCloud. Sean yeah. Sean on the beatbox, you just yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's actually no speakers in the in the area. Just, yeah. <laughs> you're just dropping beats. <laughs> so okay, the 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 uh the you know, I'm trying I'm trying to look at this from a consumer perspective. Like what what is what is everybody gonna be looking for at this point? They're just. Did you post something while you're? While oh yeah, I just posted. Is that your five minutes? Is that your phone? Just like, is it just flashing? Yeah, it's continuously. Just, just amazing to see the support and yeah, it's love. It's, it's it's unbelievable. Slowly growing. It says, uh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's awesome. It's gonna be fun. Your your phone's just flipping out right now. Um, no, th- th- okay. From the consumer side, right? So the obvious question, and I guess if people are at all familiar with Lake Zurich, they'll probably assume, but I'm guessing, you know, uh, there's going to be a bunch of people listening to this that aren't familiar with them just yet. Uh, they're, they're going to give you guys the ability to put out 16 ounce cans at some point fairly quickly, right? Yeah. And the- yeah. So, uh, the goal would be to have uh, phase three cans being released here early April. Whoa. So, stop it. So, so I guess from the from the craft beer nerd side, uh, and you you even kind of touched on this inadvertently uh, about the sadness that it, it fills you with to like leave your barrels. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing is you're like, well, Jesus, it's going to be at least nine months before I see before uh, I see a know, Sean Burns barrel aged beer. Probably longer than that. We're looking well, at you know four sure, months, four weeks in a tank, and then another year at least. I've I've kind of grown my program into a 12, 12 month. I feel like I've noticed a big difference between going from uh, anything less than 10 up to 12 I, I noticed that that 12 mark really giving it a full year yeah. definitely helps so but yeah so sorry uh no, yeah it'll no, be it'll right. be longer yeah, no, guys keep going, sorry keep going no, it'll be a, it'll be a little bit longer than uh than than uh nine months but uh yeah sorry so what 
You just yeah. you, you just have this intimidating pickle just located right next to me. Don't are you actually going to eat that? You're actually going to eat I that? I might. Or are you it depends. Maybe depends. a little raspberry milkshake beer. <laughs> a little pickle, <laughs> pickle if shake. He gets, if he gets thirsty and hungry at the same time, pickles are great options. They are yes. great options. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, but the, the uh, so so my first thought was kind of okay. Obviously, that's 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 not something that to to look for right off the bat. So, what's what's the game plan? Is it like, like obviously you kind of made it. I won't say made a name, but you but you started the henna series, which became mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Uh, with batch one through th- four that are non barrel aged, right. Delicious it, stouts. Yeah, that, and that's probably yeah. what we'll continue to do. We'll do stuff like that. Um, but I mean, really, really, what the market is is still asking for, and we're gonna c- continue to deliver that is uh, you know the, the IPAs and hop, hoppy beers. Um, it's a it's actually kind of kind of sucks but in a good way i guess but uh my last my last like month or two there i i uh really dialed in the recipe that i, I switched uh, malt suppliers um and uh i fell in love with a new malt that i started using and i thought it made a huge difference so anyone that's been at uh at more over the last couple of months they've probably probably noticed something different i would imagine uh i've, I've seen a couple people uh you know mention it um but kind of good it's it's it stinks because it took that long to kind of figure it out um, got a little momentum going i got some momentum too. going yeah but then uh here we are like sitting here uh waiting now to brew again so uh i was very particular on what malt i was going to use going forward i want to make sure i continue that and uh i think that makes the best beer uh that i've that i'm currently making so um yeah hammering out ipas uh we'll see about like getting trying to get a stout out on average every four to six weeks um that Again, space is going to be limited on on how flexible we can get with that, but uh, we might have to forego like you know one can release of an IPA and instead do like a stout if we need to. But hopefully, you know that's something we're trying to work out on the back yeah, we'll end. We'll get creative. We'll get creative and 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 work with people and make it make it work. And the the other thing with that too, uh, you know, the IPAs. I have this conversation a bunch, and especially lately, I've been having this conversation with with uh, brewers and and part of the podcast is just the. The IPA thing, there are some people that are still a little against the the, yep. the double dry hop, the hazy, mm-hmm. the juicy, whatever you want to call it. Um, but but I mean that's something that, as far as I know from talking to you, like that's something that you've always embraced. It's not. It's something that I, I remember in our episode it, last year. You mentioned, you know, it was part of the reason you started brewing beer because yeah. it was like I wanted these styles and I couldn't get them in my area. Yep. Type yeah. Thing. I mean. Yeah, that was a. Have, that have was you started to get that fatigue? That. Have you started to get that like kind of like? <sighs> to be a hundred percent honest, a little bit. Um, that doesn't mean that they're not fun, and I I don't enjoy brewing them. And again, like I just kind of feel like I fell into my, uh, like all right, I got the recipe. Like this is it. This is what I'm for me. I found what's working. Um, so it. Um, I hope that still lasts. Now I get to be a little bit more. You know, hopefully. Hops are still hard as hell to find, but uh, hopefully I can I can find hops that are intriguing and kind of create different uh, flavor profiles and stuff like that and uh, work that route. But I mean, I still enjoy them. And, and quite frankly, like there's breweries out there that make great, uh, you know, like old school IPAs and they cost a lot less. And, you know, for me personally, like if I'm in the mood for that, that's what I'm going to buy. Um, but I feel like there's less breweries making really high quality hazy IPAs. Um, so I think that that's still a market that I want to continue to try to thrive in. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's just where things are right now, uh, for, for me. Um, so when am I getting my first Pilsner? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> when am I getting yeah. That's first, another, uh, trust me. The, so the lager, the Villa Pils was my, 
was my little child. I loved that beer. Uh, I I took a it took a lot to uh, dial that one in. I took, got a lot of uh, um, inspiration from a brewery in Denver called Beerstadt, and um, you know switched to a malt that they were using, and you know continued to dial it in, play with recipes, uh, you know all sorts of things, hop additions and whatnot, and. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's something that I, I I can't wait and maybe maybe we'll sneak a quick batch in in the summer, but it probably won't be something that we regularly do. Uh, not until we have our own space or we have more uh, no, fermentation tough. space, yeah. but it just takes too long. Uh, we're looking at four to five weeks before that kind of beer is ready. Yeah. Uh, we could literally get almost two batches of our other beer in in that same same amount of time. So yeah, just so just from a business standpoint, it just doesn't make sense. How am I supposed to drink hot beers though? That's this is about me right now, right? No. guys. It's not about you guys. Yeah, we'll figure <laughs> something out. We'll figure something Old out. pile is amazing. Old pile is amazing. Yeah. Brando. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, that would be. That I got some. I got some. Especially down here. Hotel life and uh, yeah, hotel and life. Pile are, are, uh, Done. Old, old pile. Say no more. To go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, I mean, I think that's going to be a lot of curiosity. Is like, when, what am I going to see? What am I going to see? Uh, you know, I think it's funny. Not even that long ago, what end of last year, you. Well, I don't know if this was speculation or what, but you released Rejuiced, which was kind of based Correct. on Juicy, right? Yeah. No? So that, that was no. actually fun. And it was, so I literally took my recipe that I did at the <laughs> brewery that I did the other, that beer at, and uh, I I did everything, even if it went against kind of what I was doing now. Um, but it was funny to see kind of the differences that I was doing back then and what I was doing now. And I'd rebrewed it literally to a T. Um, Literally, I mean, the only things that could have been different were, you know, you know, obviously harvests of hops are different. Ha- harvests of malt is different. But like Chicago water, same mineral profile, everything, same yeast, everything. Um, and it was just funny to like see people's reaction of, you know, ah, Juicy was better. And it was like, well, I mean, m- maybe because it was the first time you were having like a, a hazy IPA <laughs> out of a can that. in Chicago <laughs> yeah. or something. I don't know. Like, you know, your first is your is the best maybe or. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, there it goes. Uh, but it's just like you know, I'm a firm believer that people have a special, us out. Have a special relationship with uh, the first time they have a certain beer, and then they always expect it to be that same experience time after time after time. And it's just like that's just not reality usually. Uh, if you can make a beer better, that's always like the goal as a brewer. But it's it's really it's an up it's a uphill battle as a brewer to like replication. You know, replication. Like replication. I mean, yeah. I can make a consistent beer. That's something I pride myself in. I can. I can make, uh, you know, a, a batch to batch the same, but, um, um, and I might try stuff different. So any of you, you people, they're going to say, yeah, I've, I've had a couple batches that didn't taste the same. It's probably cause I was trying something new. I was, I was playing around with, uh, you know, ratios of wheat or oats or my base grains or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. The, the, from the idiot perspective here from, you know, like as much as, as much as I'm around beer and around brewers and around uh, br- the brewing world, mm-hmm. I don't really know that much about brewing other than the stories I've been told that I sure. regurgitate as if I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so, I mean, explain, because I, I, I'm sure other people are going to be curious that they don't brew are going to be like, ha, are we going to be tasting similar profiles as to uh, what Sean offers us at more and, and uh, is getting really close to me. I don't, it's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. similar in the sense that uh, they're still brewed by me. Well, um, yeah. you know, they're still my they're still my <laughs> recipe, and I, you know, I'm not going to deviate. But just too flavors, far I off. guess. Like, uh, what's that? It's just like flavors. Like, can a system really affect or like that? I mean, how much oh, different is the water you're going to be dealing with? Um, how much is like, uh, you know, because when I taste a more a more beer, I know yep. I know it's got this kind of 
this flavor profile thing. Or, yeah, yeah, there's something in it. No, right? absolutely. And I mean, um, I hope not. We'll 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 kind of learn as we go here. Uh, that was something I was talking to uh, Jake at LZB today about. Uh, we were going over like his water profile, and he's going to send me some 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 information that he's been able to dig up, and I'm going to look at that. Um, as far as like anything else goes, I'm not too worried. Uh, Shout out to Jake, by the way. He's yeah, awesome. I love Jake. He's, he's been <laughs> nothing been cool. but supportive he's and very cool sweetheart. to us. Uh, uh, same with Jason. Uh, they've yeah, both, really both, cool. both been very uh, welcoming and yep. yeah. it's just refreshing to deal with people that are just like, yeah, you guys are trying to do something really cool. Like, let's help you all do yeah. something really cool. It's mm-hmm. really refreshing. You know, it was weird. Just remember, I, I came... I stopped at your guys' place on the way home from their podcast, That's right. which yeah. is really bizarre, like full circle feel right now. Yeah. I'm putting that together right now that in my brain. That is weird. Because uh, I think I dropped off a few beers that planted they gave the me seed. from them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe on accident. All right. Uh, I planted the seed around here last time I checked. Oh, stop what? it. Yeah, now you're just being gross. You got to re-listen <laughs> the podcast, Sean. We talked a lot about seeds. Well, actually, right in the in the original podcast, Sean calls himself out on water chemistry. He says something yeah. about like like he doesn't feel like he's real strong with oh, water yeah. chemistry or something. And, all right, you know. Hopefully, he's gotten better in the year what? that's passed. I, I have a very uh, you know. To someone that does know about water, I'm gonna make sure, like you know about water. You're not just like, yeah, I know how to add some minerals. Like, you know about water. I know, like, don't tell me you know how to use brewing water, which is a like an Excel sheet. How to, you know, you plug in numbers. Like, if okay. you know about water, then you know about water. I know about water because I know how to. Because you read the book Water. Because <laughs> because I've I I know how to use brewing water. You know, like. Uh, and I and I understand kind of what those, the the certain minerals do to mouthfeel and and flavor profile, but beyond that, that's yeah, it's not my strong strong suit. I think the dog barking will be the Easter egg of this episode. Yes, it will. <laughs> it's either this or, uh, it, uh, or it's uh, actually a DMX motorcycle record going playing. By. Yeah, it's a DMX record playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's burned by Usher. That's the theme song. We yes. already we already decided that. Yes. All right, so we got you guys got logos. You got I mean, what, what I think was revealed as we were sitting here. Yes, yeah. we started taking off our clothes and no, it got <laughs> weird. <laughs> it got weird. Uh, yeah, we have a logo uh, again. My my wife is a graphic designer. She's done all my stuff. So when I came up with the name, she. She actually surprised me. She sent me a text one day at, uh, while I was working and uh, said, like, hey, this is, like, a concept that I came up with. And I was like, I love it. You know, there's probably, I don't remember, Evan, there's probably, like, 12 different variations kind of playing off yeah. of this kind of logo. And uh, it was just more, like, it was it was cool, like, uh, to, see, to see that kind of come to life. It was the first time we saw, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it's it come to fruit, and it was just like this is this. Is, I think this is. I don't know. It was exciting. Yeah, it was, it was a, a visual connection exciting. to it as exactly. well. Yeah, and it's starting to come, um, come, so, come alive. Yeah. So the the hop logo itself is is actually broken into three segments. So you have like the top part, which is actually uh, outlined by by dashes or dots, um, and that that would equal like one phase. And then you have the middle phase that's a uh, solid line but no fill. And then you have the bottom part that's uh, solid line and, and filled. So so we have three phases of the hop uh, kind of outlined here um, as our logo. 
um, which was also symbolic, obviously, for the, for the name and stuff. Let's be real. The best part was the person on Facebook that corrected the fact that there was an off-center. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we didn't notice. And it's Gotta funny because, the the, you know, Evan and I looked at it. I had sent it to some close friends. They looked at it. Brittany looked at it. None of us noticed. No. And then this, the first two minutes of me, you know, putting this uh, little picture on, on, uh, um, uh, on Instagram was... Uh, like yeah yeah you, you, just just an FYI tell your graphic designer there's like it's slightly off on the top and we're like oh no we had looked <laughs> they were at like it super nice about it yeah they were super <laughs> nice I I liked it you know that was like the only interaction I think I had last night I just was like oh thanks like thanks for the heads up and we and we immediately <laughs> fixed it we got everything uh kind of in order at, right after that Brittany started fixing all the all the stuff but good thing that we did that see we, yeah, we planned yeah, right. you know we got all the kinks out on that first little could look like some real chumps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I mean, like, what what gave what gave you that kind of final confidence? I mean, this 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 wasn't days, this wasn't weeks, right? This wasn't this was. I'm so guessing so a hundred percent of months. Actually, I don't want to say that the the confidence came. I don't think it's we, the confidence we, still isn't there. We yet. didn't have the confidence uh, really. It, the, the confidence came second. What what happened here is uh, the owners over at Moore were. Um, getting ready to close on a loan the, you know the, the loan for the the project for Huntley was getting closer and closer and, and Evan and I basically looked at each other and we said we can't we can't let this go on anymore like we have to before they just to just for us to sleep good at night we can't walk them into this big project that they are going to dump you know a lot of money into and then walk away and say you know what never mind we don't want to be a part of it so for us to sleep good at night we decided let's tell them before uh, you know, it was inching closer and closer. We ended up ultimately saying, all right, like, let's just do it on Monday. Um, so we came in on Monday and that was that. So it was, it was, it was more that than it was like, we have to, you know, we have the confidence to do this. Like I said, you yeah. know, we, we would have loved to have gotten a couple more things in order and really had things figured out a little bit better than we had. But ultimately I think we're, we're, we're as ready as we probably could have been. Um, but we definitely started moving fast. Like once we once we started her, yeah, the, there were a couple of things that took place in a short amount of time where it's like, yeah, okay, wow, like some of these things we might have been concerned about, or some of these things we're a little uncomfortable with, clearly came are, back. Yeah, and they're very prevalent, and they're probably never going to go away. So yes, um, kind of kind of change that dynamic. And then I think it was really nice, honestly. Again, like like Zurich, like it was really nice to just have that good that good energy i help put me at ease a lot i don't can't speak for sean but yeah um help put me at ease a lot with no, it taking the made, jump yeah it definitely made me feel better more more uh like uh less second guessing if i'm doing the right thing it was definitely a uh this is what we need to do like this is the right thing for us this is what we got to do like yeah. and and again just like help us sleep better at night that we knew that we felt confident we were yeah, we were we're going in the right direction. And then I think just you know our Sean and me as a, as people, obviously Sean's more than the more than mine, but our, our we've worked towards this our whole lives as far as maintaining a good reputation, taking care of anybody anytime we could. Mm -hmm. When we uh, worked with them, worked for them, or they worked for us, so we we kind of hope that that and and we're feeling that love that there is a sense of hey, you guys deserve this. You guys go out and do this, and we're here to support you. So right. and it's that, really humbling to, to experience that, honestly. And it was important to us, too. Not in, like, I mean, it was humbling, but it was very important to us that, uh, you know, the people that we worked with at Moore understood that. And, uh, and, and 
that was it was hard probably harder for evan just because he had more relationships more close relationships with like the front of house staff than i did obviously i was like close to the managers and close to like you know the assistant brewers and stuff like that but um i didn't have it as close of a relationship with the with the people up front just because i didn't see them or or work with them daily uh you know or as closely as evan did um but that was still very important to me uh, to make sure that they didn't feel like we were abandoning them or you know they worked yeah. they worked so hard for us over uh 2 years and then and then here we are leaving but they all were incredibly Amazing. yeah incredibly Amazing. welcoming or uh, uh not welcoming but uh welcoming to the fact that we were leaving yeah. and, and kind of like uh you know cheering us on a little bit like you guys are going to do awesome thank you for everything that you've done it was just yeah. like very thank you like and just made everything good just amazing people like i think you know Sean and I were we're doing this we have all this pressure to do things we're we're trying to perform at this high level he's trying to brew the best beer he's ever brewed i'm trying to manage and maintain you know this building and operation that just started and now we're dealing with these giant releases and to see um you know pretty much all of our team just follow us to war every time every henna release every you know can release every friday saturday night whatever it was um was inspiring at times to say the least and i think definitely gave him and i some of that confidence too to 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 keep investing in ourselves and and hopefully recreate that one day at our own place so so uh we i I talked to you guys before we started rolling but uh i put a picture up of you guys getting ready you know for for the show and i I, and i put it on an instagram story and i said you know any questions so I had, uh, it's N underscore Des 87. He said, where will the new brewery be located at? And will there be a tap room or just distribution? We've obviously covered all that stuff, right? Uh, so yep. LZB will be the first time. That'll be the first place you guys brew a beer at. Will there Correct. be multiple places or will there be just um, one place? I think place? it's too early to, to tell. Um, we are talking to, uh, there's two other breweries that um, we've, we've talked to and they're still on the table, uh, depending on what can, what, what, as long as, as long as everything that we need to do to get, you know, to, to meet our goals over the next, uh, 12 to 18 months can, can happen with LZB, then that's fine. We'd prefer to just work under one roof, but, uh, we, you know, we were open with them about this too. Like we just, we have certain, uh, priorities here that like, or goals that need to get met. So we need to be, um, you know, open with them and open with the, you know, everyone that we've talked to here and, there's a there's a chance we could do something with another place, but it probably wouldn't be as big as what we're doing with LZB. It would be more to fill in the gaps to yeah. get that that once every six weeks stout. I think in those homies are stuck with us for a little that bit. Sucks. Yeah, sucks yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah. No, so when when you went into Lake Zurich, uh, when you like, how did you first of all, like, how did you build the contact? Like, how did you start the conversation? I mean, what? Uh, um, like, well, the way every contact or is this starts. private? Is this like hardcore? Yeah, I don't want to throw too many names out there. Sure, just sure, sure, uh, sure. Uh, uh, but one of my one of my really good friends uh he knows someone who knows someone and knows uh who robs somebody (laughs) and uh they put me in contact with jake so i called jake uh and we basically talked and we uh were able to figure out kind of a situation that could work we basically tried to get a feel for what they were doing and um yeah, so we we ended up meeting up. We they they showed us around the brewery. Uh, you know, they had a lot of uh, space for us. It looked like uh, you know, a lot of space to grow into for themselves. So, uh, uh, you know, they said that we could basically come on in and and uh, do what we need to do. And they were just super cool about it. And yeah. everything was just clicking. And they were the first brewery to come to be like, yeah, we almost have like almost too much tank space. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? 
Like, it's yeah, just, it's just a weird story. You know, they, well, their they stories really, kind of went weird, into like, it backwards, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't build out the mm-hmm. brewery for themselves, so it makes sense. I think right. it's no fault of their own or anything like that. Yeah, but it was a good investment on their part. Yeah, like, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The no space brainer. that was built up and somebody didn't do well with it, and now we can come in and kind of shift that shift gears on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when when I look at that space and I I have that picture in my head of what that brew space looks like. Uh, my first instinct is um, just knowing uh, Jude and Jeremiah and Justin over at Hot Butcher, but more importantly, Jude and Jeremiah, who kind of started the venture. Yeah. Uh, what, like, do you, are you going to buy tanks? Are you going to bring in your own well, stainless? Because I know they own some stainless yeah, so, there. Yeah, so we were prepared question. to, and, uh, you know, the, the other two breweries that we were talking to, that was kind of what was on the table, and, and we were definitely ready to do that. But um, uh, being that they they're, they they have plenty of capacity right now uh especially for being such a young brewery they ha- they have the room for us to essentially uh come in and start using tanks uh so basically we'll be using uh like two tanks for the foreseeable future and then uh as as we grow we might uh either have to buy a tank uh to to again fill in that gap that i was talking about earlier where we can start playing around with uh stouts or, or other styles and stuff um but really um the you know I don't know. There, there's lots of options on the table, and we're trying to yeah. figure that out right now. But um, at least, at least to start, we got, you know, we have we have uh, two two tanks to play with. So. Yeah. And so what's cool about them, and the one of the first things I liked about them right off the bat is they want to get creative with that. You know, we're talking, hey, let's buy some tanks. So like we got those, but maybe we go halves on a mill or something like that. Something right. that can benefit both of us, and then obviously is theirs when we leave. And I I just love that type of creativity, whether oh. it's branding, beer, or even just on the business side. Like, we jump in there, Evan, yeah. before you get too far. So the so just for li- some <laughs> listeners that I don't rolling, dude. that don't know <laughs> that don't know about Mills, he like always that does this. We, we can save money. <laughs> they can save money. Uh, if we if we get uh, malt pre-crushed, we have to pay a premium for that. So if we get yeah. a mill, it could knock off you know five cents a pound of uh, of our malt. So so that's something that was. Uh, definitely cool that they were creative and thought of that uh we were interested in so just just kind of shed some light on why that's uh an important kind of deal for us if if that kind of could work out but yeah the key is the creativity there and that's something that we're really excited to do with them and and honestly everybody we interact with so it'll be be a pretty pretty big deal yeah i mean that's always an interesting space to kind of uh live in where it's it's like it's your home now kind of but it's not really your home so yeah so i mean that's another thing collaboratively i think it's just something that not everybody that does this um uses that that kind of it to their advantage like hey we're we're doing this together we're in this space together we're sharing the space but we're not not, we're not always collaborating like we're yeah. not always using each other you absolutely know? i mean uh, one of the things with jake too the first time that we met I, I i got a really good sense of his uh just uh just brewer's sense i don't know how to how to really describe it just talking about ingredients and uh techniques of how you know how to do things and that's something i haven't uh truly had in a while i haven't i you know uh i worked with john at at more um but a lot of it was more training him shout out to um, john yeah i, lo- I love john uh, a lot of it was like more training him. So that's kind of where my direction or kind of my, my relationship with John was, was more of a, uh, training him and kind of getting him, uh, acquainted to a brewery. It was, you know, um, so, so that was that, but it's been a while since I was able to like, uh, you know, I've been able to bounce ideas off of another brewer on like a daily basis on like, you know, talking about techniques that he may have learned from another brewery, you know, like, uh, things that he's learned from other brewers and stuff like that, that I can maybe, play off of or or improve on or or just 
I'll just see it. So if I'm ever in a position <laughs> where I need to do something, I have that in my back pocket. And it's always, it's always my, my, uh, you know, plan is to grow myself as a brewer and make sure I'm, uh, prepared for <laughs> the, the random crap that happens in breweries. So, uh, this is, do this you is feel be like fun. do you feel like a house cat right now like like you're used to getting your your food fed to you and like yeah. like you know your system you're kind yeah. of getting in stride like yeah. do you feel like that's going to present some challenges to you like uh, gonna, I'm going to think a little lighter on my feet like it, it definitely will I mean I'm I'm here I am I'm, I've only I've only ever worked on two vessel systems they have a three vessel fifteen barrel system which is nice if we wanted to do two batches in one day we can do that uh, that's going to be amazing. I don't know what that means can you go. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the more the more uh, brew house vessels that you have, the usually the more efficient you can be with your time in a day. So if like uh, they have thirty barrel tanks uh, and they're on a fifteen barrel system, we could knock out two barrels or uh, two batches uh, in a lot shorter time than it would if we had to. You know, we only had two vessels. So essentially, we have, you know, uh, on their on their particular system, they have a uh, a mash ton, uh, a boil kettle, and a whirlpool. I'm sorry, a mash ton and a lauder ton, and then. Uh, a boil kettle and a whirlpool. So there's three three separate systems um, that that function as four, if if you will. Um, where I'm used to working on two two separate like systems or, or vessels that function as four. So the throughput is just uh, more efficient. I can have multiple processes going on at one time, um, which which just shortens my day. Uh, just makes more sense. So. Uh, Shortens your assistant brewer Evans day now. Too. It does, yes. <laughs> Which is the most your brand new thing. assistant yeah. brewer. Yeah. So, so can you? Is, is there a good way for you to kind of laymanly uh, explain uh, the differences and go go like what the last system was to what the system you might be going to is? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I was on a fifth. I was on a ten barrel system at more. Okay. So I, uh, at Ram, I was on a fifteen barrel system. So I'm kind of going back to that same size batch. Uh, um, and then at more, I was on a 10 barrel system. We had 20 barrel tanks with also 10 barrel tanks. Uh, so depending on whatever tank was open that week, we would basically just fill it. Um, uh, here, obviously it's a 15 barrel tank or a 15 barrel system and we'll have 30 barrels. So we'll be bet We're actually able to increase our, uh, batch sizes, um, uh, which is going to be really good for, for just getting beer out there. We can, you know, kind of i guess this leads into distribution maybe a little bit i don't know if oh, we get there. I think people want to hear about that yeah so that's gonna be the only thing it's like we're gonna skip all this shit we're gonna wait for the <laughs> word distribution yeah <laughs> so that's obviously been uh the only way i've been ever 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 really able to sell my beer is um just limited by you know space and stuff is is by doing releases at the brewery whether it was ram or whether it was more um and this this uh setup is basically going to allow me to uh, or allow all of us to um, get beer out of the door um, and spread it across, you know, Chicagoland, um, which is something that we've wanted to do. We just have not had the ability to do that. We just don't, we don't have enough beer. We never had enough beer to make that make sense. But, but now that we don't have to, you know, keep a tap room uh, tap list going on a Friday night and throughout the week, um, it, it just produces way less stress on, on the, um, you know production side so we can focus on getting just beer into stores and and just into cans or you know our right now our goal is probably to do like 10 or 15 percent uh you know of our total distribution as as uh you know kegged uh distro and then uh most so would most that of be the considered rest. a light draft or would that be like honestly i don't know that, I've, that, i just uh through okay. the number crunching that we've done that's just i, what I imagine that'd be us. considered light yeah, yeah okay. i would say that's I imagine light. that'd be considered light i'd say 50 50 is probably a more standard uh, really? Uh, uh, oh, wow. Operation for like a larger brewery. 
uh, but again, I don't, I don't really know. I'm kind of learning as I go here, but 15% is kind of what we want to do. We want to make sure that we're in cans. Uh, that's just the market that, that is buying, uh, my beer right now. Yeah. So that's just kind of our approach to start and that can change. And and that what's awesome is we have the flexibility to do that now. We're not really, if, if we notice that we're selling out draft accounts way too fast and we need to up the size from a, you know, six barrel to a half, you know, a full half barrel, then, you know, if we have to go up to 20 or 25%, we can do that and that's fine. Uh, which we'll try to find a happy medium that just kind of works for everyone, but we're, we're able to do that. We're flexible and it's our place. We can do it, do whatever kind of we see fit is what the consumer wants. What the hell we want. Damn. (laughs) I do what I want. So be patient as we learn, but uh, I think that's a good strategy. There's no patience here. There's no patience in this world. Stop it. I I guess, yeah, for like being paid with the being patient thing, I'm just excited for us to have this, obviously the next six to whatever months, 12 months are going to be a a big learning curve for us. Mm -hmm. Just, juggling everything and growing and all while having this you know potential that we're looking towards but then figuring out how to um get to that next step in a, again a healthy way so yeah. um i look forward to us when we do finally open up a tap room that we've worked all those little things out and we're we have a, a consistent very consistent model that people can rely on you know yeah, get after it. There's there's some <laughs> there's some unopened. Uh, I'm thirsty. We're, we're, like I've been talking a lot. This episode brought to you by Weldworks. We're, yeah. we're yeah. Drinking, Seriously, shout we're out to Neil, some, uh, yeah. our boys Neil, over at my boy Jake, my boy Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of boys over there. Yeah, dude. Weldworks yeah. is Weldworks is awesome. really cool. They're great uh, people. At, at, uh, at the uh, festival at, at Wakefield, you introduced me to them. They were cool. They're awesome guys yeah. over there. But really yeah, we, we we're drinking through some juicy bits right now, and uh, double dry hop juicy bits and citrus juicy bits. Uh, yeah, so I'm wondering, um, I guess for for the consumer is like when you're when you're hitting this when you're hitting this uh, distro thing, like how are you deciding? Uh, how are you deciding where these are going to go? Like, um, like friends, comparatively speaking, yeah. I think I touched on that earlier. Maybe you did. You did. Bit, you kind of yeah. you kind of touched friends. on that. But but comparatively speaking, like what you too. what you were making. Like let's say canning day canning day at more before a friday saturday release you're canning up what 50 cases of something no like we're doing 100 cases of something? no 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 not that much uh so, so we were doing 20 barrel batches typically of whatever we would can what but does that come out to but but we need to make sure we have enough on draft for two or three weeks remember that beer takes three weeks or for us it's about you know two or three weeks to make before it's on draft so we need to make sure that it's on draft for that amount of time <laughs> till the next batch is ready so yeah. uh so we had to, that was a lot of uh, planning and stuff. So we were doing between uh, 75 and uh, 150, yeah, depending on the week. Depending on the week and what we were doing. But uh, yeah, let's just Cases. say 100. Yeah, let's just Cases. say 100 typically is what we were doing. So give 24, or, give or 16 take 10. ounce cans times yeah. 75 or 100. Yeah. 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 So. And yeah, what do I mean, you think? What do you think this will allow you to do? Like, I know, I know you're not in there. I know you're not brewing it right now. Yeah, we now, don't know what the losses yes. will end up being, but um, yeah. it'll, it'll probably be. Uh, you know, people people can do the math here. So if we're, if we were doing like, uh, if we have two tanks that are thirty barrels, six hundred. <laughs> dinner if, time, if, Sean. Dinner time. Yum, let me go get it real quick. Uh, you know, we'll probably be doing something like uh, four to five hundred cases every three weeks. I would say, um, and then whatever is left. Wait, wait, say that again. Four say to five hundred cases every three to four weeks, and then yeah. we'll go from there. That that's gonna be our where we start, and we'll go from there. But Ultimately, I think what what makes Sean unique and what will make Phase Three unique here is that we have a portfolio, we have a repertoire that we're going to continue to go to and 
and pick from, you know. So we'll start off. We'll do we'll do a lot of hops. We'll do a lot of hoppy stuff, and we'll kind of just get the ball rolling. And then as we start to figure out what our limitations are production wise, we'll start plugging in some of you know the more fun beers, some of the more fruit forward beers, or yep. some more styles oh, and shit. things like that. Some big old. Yeah, Big we're old fruity ones that are going to explode in my car. Well, uh, right, that so sounded pretty weird. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. So we're that was actually uh, you know something that obviously we had to deal with over at Moore was uh, dealing keep with fresh, that whole drink thing. Cold. Yeah, and yeah, and keep cold, drink fresh. please, people, just seriously, For- keep cold, drink fresh. Like I don't know. Fortunately, but there there's there's been some things that we're we're working on and that I've tried to help at least prolong uh, any incidents of rupturing cans or anything like that. And uh, thank you. And uh, we uh, think we're on to something. So we'll we'll probably try some test batches and, and kind of see how that goes. The uh, R&D department at Face 3 Brewing is buzzing right now. It's <laughs> just, just we got uh, people we have all of our know. lab technicians running around in circles. <laughs> they're they're back. We couldn't take them <laughs> here today. Uh, a lot of plating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, speaking of that, I mean, we did have a, a good R&D kind of setup going over at, at uh, more. I mean, uh, one of my good friends is, um, you know, a lab technician. So he was able to help us out a lot and kind of keep things. So you give him a shout out or what? Man? Eh, I don't know. I'm not no? sure. OK, keep uh, it keep it on the low. low. I'm not sure right now. If I should, okay, uh, keep it on the low. But he's, he's, he's a, from Park Ridge. That says enough. <laughs> 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 he's, he's like. He's a good friend of mine, but he. Uh, Don't you have a dude that your buddies with that does mead? Like, oh yeah, some like. Yeah, crazy I can't give good. him a shout out. Either, no? I don't think. No. no? Okay. I really? wish I could. Next Where? time. Next Somewhere. time. Well. Yeah, okay. next time I will. Uh, but his meads are really good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure people who know I'm saying that have probably had it. Uh, but no, I mean, we d- we do care about quality. That's a that's driven. You know, that drives my kind of. Uh, you know who I am and how I approach beer is like at the end of the day, it needs to be quality. Uh, you know, we've dumped batches of beer in the past and prepared to do that if it doesn't meet our standards and stuff. And, uh, especially stouts is something I, I take very seriously as far as, uh, why don't you hog all the juicy bits, Evan? I mean, really cool, dude. I don't know. All his boys over at Weldworks don't send him any. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but we'll continue to do that. We'll uh, we'll make sure that stuff is uh, is good, and we'll try to improve on on some of the issues that we've had in the past. But um, yeah, I don't know about. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's it's. I think it's going to be really exciting for people. Like, how how did you guys feel going into it though? Like, I know obviously you're nervous. Obviously you're, you know, it's it's kind of a crazy feeling to have like i'm about to just basically cut the parachute and go but but are you are, are you guys kind of thinking to yourself like yeah we got we got are you telling yourself or you know we got enough people out there that are going to support us like, um i think it's a little bit of both probably like yeah, i mean we, we feel confident confident but at the same time like, like <laughs> we don't really know like at the same time like like i don't know yeah but we, we, obviously we've over yesterday and today and right now after posting that we're seeing so much love and so yeah, much support cool. just like 
Yeah, like now it's just like we well, have to commit to. You posted during the podcast, and yeah, I've seen your phone like yeah. freaking out. <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean it's it's nuts. I mean, absolutely incredible to see support like that. We're confident in ourselves. Never get over that. I think that's probably the biggest. Confident ourselves, our abilities mm-hmm. to adapt and change if it doesn't take off the way we wanted to, or if we hit some snags. You mean um, to be a bus boy again? Yeah, go I'll, to Red we'll Lobster. Yeah, and yeah. Brittany's a big part of that. Like you know, we're confident in her ability to make mm-hmm. us stand out on that on her side of it. So it's like. I think we really we throw the the term dream team around sometimes. Yeah, and we really do think. I mean, between Evan's business skills, my uh, you know, I always knew you were a cocky son of a bitch. (laughs) My my brewing skills and at least my drive to learn and brew and grow myself, and then uh, my wife with her you know branding and uh, you know she's she's it's funny like you know she she was like the original designer of like chaos back in the day and and side note she did those labels for me and we look at those labels and it's almost like wow like look look how far you've come and look how far i've come and i know again i know you i know people are out there and they're gonna be like eh, sean we liked your beer better than i've seen that all over the place whatever man like i know that i've grown yeah. uh myself into a better brewer now than i was before there's just you know it doesn't make and sense to that i'd be uh, working backwards here. Like yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I think the thing to kind of caveat all of that with is like, we're confident that we can get to what we want to accomplish. And what we want to accomplish is not a whole lot more than a 20 or maybe 30 on the high end brew house, beautiful tap room, nice big production space here in Chicago that that's where we are happy. That's where we live. That's where we stay. Yep. Um, Let me put you on the spot you know, though. Do you have a timeline? Yeah, I mean, and so we're twelve to eighteen months. We can yeah. be confident. We'd like to. That, we'd know? like to at least be formulating uh, uh, the financial side of things and putting, you know, getting things together, paperwork sent out, and all that kind of stuff for a tap room. Probably in twelve months, like ideally. And it, what happens know? when you fall in love with gypsy brewing? When you're like, man, maybe we just keep doing that. <laughs> that doesn't awesome. that doesn't complete our picture. I mean, like the yeah. picture here is that you know to have our own business and to have our own business is eventually having our own brick and mortar place. Like I mm-hmm. think that's just the that's the end goal here. And the unique part of our phase one and phase two for Sean and I is we we worked at places that were big. You know, Ram was huge, 350 food. seats. They had food. Yeah. Uh, More was big. You know, 160 seats with food, and that allowed us to have a team, and that allowed us to to have. 50 plus employees at times so um that that's a big box for us i think to to check off is being able to impact people in that way and uh when you're gypsy brewing your, your team can only get so big and your impact on the immediate community can only get so big yeah yeah, I mean, it's uh, something that people are going to be curious about. Uh, yeah. One question I already saw was was uh, what's what's the first beer off the line? What's the first what's the first uh, beer? It's going to be cans first, going to be draft first. Uh, I think we'll probably keep that one pocketed, not because <laughs> yeah. we. Not, I not, mean, not, not specific, but like maybe style. Uh, uh, we'll be we'll be starting I, off. I figure we could guess. Yeah, we'll be starting yeah, off. Poppy. We could, yeah. We'll probably uh, hit the market with uh, IPA and a double IPA. Yeah, something no, along no those lines. No big surprise there. Um, but just to kind of get used to the system. That's a, a style that I feel safe brewing. Uh, some recipes that I've I've uh, I feel confident in. So, yeah, I mean, is is it like a like a because from the outside looking in, uh, or from people that I've talked to, it's like obviously the IPA moves through the the tap line's better yeah. it turns quicker yes. it's easier to get and, that, and that's what we need to that. do as a gypsy brewer but it's we, not we need to 
But but I mean no, like the fact that you're even saying that is surprising to me because I I feel like I know you you enough and in, in, in a lot of these brewers enough that that it's not that you're doing it just because you're doing it because you like the style too. I mean, oh, absolutely, it's, like it's yeah, part absolutely. of it's part of the world. I mean, and I have a I have a you know a connection to these styles. I yeah. was I, I I was you know probably one of the earlier brewers in Chicagoland to start brewing that style. So I mean. I've been kind of in front of it or, or at least with it the whole time. So it's not something I'm like jumping into. I just learned how to brew yesterday. I'm just something that I, I feel close to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a beer that I feel confident in and, um, makes sense to do just on all, on a lot of different levels on, it's on tasty, business level. Yeah. It's tasty. It, it moves. It's what people want. It brings like, people under the tent. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good one for people that are like, I'm not sure if I like this craft beer yeah. thing. Or don't, like don't this. get me wrong though. Like when we have our, when we have the production capacity and like I can start using, I have more than two tanks to play with or, you know, I don't, you know, when I get to that point, that's when I will start playing with like, uh, you know, old school kind of beers and, uh, I already kind of played around, had a chance to play around with that at more a little bit with the Rewind series. Yeah. You know, that was kind of my homage to hell. Like, you know, if you're in the brewery and you just want an IPA, but you're you're not feeling like having yeah, a big like was that too? Yeah, falling yeah. colors, just being a porter and just stuff like like stuff that means something to me was was things that I were, were things that I took from you know working at Ram was uh like it's f- all these new styles are fun and they're crazy and they they hit your taste buds like you know a ton of bricks, but <laughs> At the same time, like sometimes I'm, I don't want to get, you know, hit like a ton of bricks. I just want a nice beer to, you know, yeah. a refreshing beer that has nice carbonation, think, nice flavor, and and that goes back to the tap room too. Like that's right. gypsy brewing up. You have to be as efficient as possible because that tank is costing you more than it would, right? Right to be in there and doing that. So, um, having a tap room allows us the maximum flexibility with all the styles we're doing and everything. Yep. When's your first saison? <laughs> oh, probably the tap room. It's our first release. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but seriously, like a sidetrack real quick. Mike Thorpe, Afterthought. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Yep. Dudes, Their stuff's delicious. Dude's killing. Yep. Yeah. 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 Maybe we had one of his kegs on uh, over at, at more the last, about a month or two, two ago. That. Yeah, in places like three minutes from my house, so I guess start getting in there. Yeah, yeah, that, went, really? that went quick, too. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been making some of the best stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going forward, right? So obviously this is going to be new for everybody. We'll get this out. What's today, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll get this out. Mm -hmm. You guys, you guys will obviously be releasing more information. You've already posted once and the following is starting to build already. Mm -hmm. Uh, just as we're watching, like we're kind of looking at the phones as we're, as we're speaking. Um, I mean, what do you, what are you expecting? Like, what did you guys go into it? Like thinking, (sighs) This is about as good as we could have expected yeah. it, um, but we were prepared for much worse. So, yeah, like, is Brittany yeah, texting like, you right uh, now? Like, is she play by playing? Like, oh my uh, god, there's like information. No, not really. In, I think like, no. I. She did t- send me a text because uh, she was again. She was she was, uh, you know, doing some stuff with the social media aspect to get us ready to this point. And Evan and I came directly from uh, Lake Zurich. We had a meeting up there earlier with them, and so she wasn't here. But she's she's at home, and she's like, "I'm over here, like I'm tearing up, I'm crying, and like <laughs> so much emotion going yeah, on, and like si- everything that we've been, all this emotion that's been building up for the last several weeks, even I mean, you could call it longer than that, years, uh, finally coming to you know, fruiting right now. It's just like yeah. it's finally happened. It's finally done. So we're. Uh, yeah, and I, I wouldn't really call it expectations. I think we had yeah. hopes. Yeah. Like, we're like, oh, we hope it would go this well. 
but yeah, we're prepared to to ride out this thing for X amount of months in, in the event that it doesn't. And uh, so we were hopeful, uh, but I don't think we had much expectation. So all of this love that's been experienced just in the last even 24, 36 hours is amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, humbling. And, and I think just, I think it's just really nice to kind of take a jump and say, hey, I'm gonna, we're going to do what we really love and how we genuinely feel and, and follow our our moral compass, to be honest with you, and, and, and have that steer us in the right direction. Yeah. Bet on That's yourself. Man. Yep. You, you guys are literally doing the thing. That just, people, people say it, that it like just makes a, sense, it's a man, casual like, yeah. like metaphor. Bet on yourself. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of what you're yeah. actually doing right now. Yep. The, Yeah. You know, people... <laughs> Ironically, I'm, I'm not going to say names, but there's, there was uh, someone who told me that uh, that the most uh, most important thing to invest in is yourself, and uh, I, I followed that person's lead, and here I am. And even for for just just for me watching, you know, my phone start to light up, like I'm already seeing people following this to see like when is this podcast coming out? Because mm-hmm. I posted an Instagram story. It's like, so you guys do have some sort of. I don't want to say wait, I guess, wait with the community. I mean, magic. Your, your beer, yeah, magic. What? Yeah. I mean, your beers have kind of spoken for themselves over the last few years. A lot of loyal, yeah. awesome people. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, that's what it boils down to. There's the just cool awesome thing, people. The cool thing yesterday uh, when you posted the kind of first like inklings of what's happening here is is to see like some of the reaction from, from the industry people and seeing like the 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 thirst for curiosity of like, what, what, what is Sean doing? Like, yeah. you know, this yeah. was something that you guys have done a good job of like keeping close to yourselves. And, um, yeah, it, I got a little loose lipped, uh, the last oh, couple I'm days. Sure while well, I was, yeah. while I was I'm sure everybody, everybody in really Florida tough. knows. Yeah. Everyone in Florida, <laughs> everybody in Florida knows really what's really going tough. on. Really I was, tough. it was tough, you know, just again, ex- so much excitement that it was just hard to, hard to contain. So like, uh, you know, Monday when, when, you know, after we left more, it was just like, we we were actually not going to post till later this week, say anything, and then uh, we were just so excited, and it kind of you know we we're like screw it, let's just post something. Like, like we need to post something, kind of just say something, even though we're not we weren't one hundred percent ready. And then that's what Brittany had a lot of <laughs> lot to do today, and she did it. She rocked it out. And yeah, I'm looking at you two, th- and I'm going, who the hell is the voice of reason here? It's got to be Brittany, right? Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you all are in our own right. It's yeah. whenever we're all talking together, it's always really funny because like mm-hmm. one person brings this side of the conversation down to earth, and then this person says something kind of weird, so the other person does, and it's <laughs> yeah. it, it's pretty funny, and it never gets mm-hmm. to a weird point, or it hasn't in our history together. Yeah. which is, you know, pushing 10 years now, so. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, we don't we don't have to do a, you know, like the, the regular old, like, four-hour podcast like I like to do, but, you know, we, we, we've, so we've played out. I told <laughs> Brittany I'd be home at midnight, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Joe's podcast. He I'll loves be home to at talk, midnight. babe. Yeah. It's so hard to get off this. <laughs> so, but, you know, just, just to kind of, like, I'm all I'm thinking about is, like, be very clear. So, to be clear, what you guys are doing, I mean, you call it whatever you want, contract, gypsy, and you know, alternating proprietorship, all that. Mm-hmm. But but this is you guys. This is Evan and Sean and Brittany's money. This is Evan and Sean yes. and Brittany's dream. This is yep. Evan and Sean. Like there's no backers, there's no nope. extra, there's no there's like say Zerker so from that's, the outside. Other yeah, than, yeah other it. than the support that's a partnership. of like, yeah. that's some it. young business owners that have a great brewer and nope. Jake, you know, that's uh that's that's kind of who's in Exactly. I guess you'd say investing in you, you know. Yep, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I thought you guys would go expound more on that, but I, I mean, <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess no. I mean, that like is, this I mean, is the, all of you for guys. Us, we, that's <laughs> important to us too. Yeah. Like that was that was. I mean, that's why we did this. It was important that we 
did this on our own. It kind of was, you know, if we, otherwise we're just right back where we were. Yeah, there, there was we're a period right. of time where in, in the word investors was flowing around. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we. It makes sense where you'd be like, oh, okay, this is too much. Where can we get the money from? Yeah. And then we found a way to do this that made sense for lower capital, you know, Initial, startup costs. And, yeah. and uh, this is how, you know, it just made everything clicked. It was just like, you know what? Walk away from the 65 barrels walk away from you know the brand that that i i have built that evan has built that uh, my wife has built over at more and and you know i mean quite frankly that's i mean it's 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 tough to say but i mean that that is the truth and obviously we had a team there that that supported that and worked with us it doesn't strike me as like uh, like a dirty animosity type like a breakup with with you and more so it's 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 just kind of like your vision like it's just like yeah. this is what I needed. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And I will say there there are some awesome people out there that I think deserve a little shout out. They definitely do. Yep. But I mean, you already mentioned John before. Uh, John, Kylene, Kylene, she was my right hand girl. Matt, Max, Tio was Kylene's Kylene also been on the podcast. Yeah. Kate, yeah everyone. True. Everyone. Yeah. Kate, Ken. I mean, everybody. They go on and on. Obviously. So sorry, yeah. everybody. But. Um, you can thank them all. Yeah, <laughs> we got time. Yeah. This is, we're only at an hour and twenty minutes. We can go, we can go yeah. all night. Uh, yeah, they're they're all they're all amazing. So, and that's one of the things like we look forward to figuring out a way somehow one mm-hmm. day to thank them proper. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not in the position to do that because we don't have jobs right now. But <laughs> <laughs> so, how does it feel to be homeless and yeah. unemployed? Not homeless, but I am unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it feels like there's still a lot of work to do. For that. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's the thing is you do you do have like, you yeah. know, there's a long road to hoe. Well, it's not like it. It's not like it's just gonna you know be oh, we're good now. We're good now. We yeah, did, well, we did this podcast, so obviously the people the people are coming. And yeah, everybody's gonna buy our beer. Like you're gonna have to learn a whole new side of this industry. Like you're gonna have to definitely d- talk to you know not talk to do. You're gonna have to be a distributor. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna have yeah. to, find a way to deliver things yeah. you're gonna have to you know make those relationships which i'm sure you've kind of semi put together in uh, over the last yeah I feel like I year grasp, anyway. but there will be somewhat of a learning curve for sure um but yeah it was funny because yesterday my fiance asked you know oh you can do the laundry tomorrow because like you don't have a job and you'll be home and i'm like <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna be beer, like zirk at nine in the morning like this <laughs> did, this did not stop at this all this is real life <laughs> yeah. so uh so it's yeah <laughs> that was kind of a funny feeling because you're like, yeah, I should be able to sleep in tomorrow. I just quit my job, and not yeah, the no. case. And we'll it's a buy great, you, it's we'll a great buy you feeling. a razor. We'll get yeah. you a razor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be cool. You're out of your mind right now. No, you guys, you guys are uh, are gonna are gonna be gonna be going through a ton of changes in the next like, I don't know. Two weeks, three yeah. weeks. Yeah. Like, when do you guys think that you'll get beer in the consumers' hands? We're hoping by mid-April. Yep. Mid-April. That's crazy. It seems like it should be at least like May. Yeah, early to mid-April. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where, that's kind of where the, how awesome uh, LZ is. That's what we were prepared for. And, you know, we talking with them, they just like, they're working with us as much as anybody would, if not more, in their position. So that's really refreshing and exciting. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, so are you guys going to go with a very... 
uniform can look, or are you guys just gonna like go go ham on whatever you're let, letting out? You'll see the cans keep it, keep when it you low. see the keep can. It low. <laughs> yeah, we're we're still dialing in, uh, some of that stuff in. Yeah, uh, like quickly, like this okay. week, everything should be. But we have some plans, hopefully. Got some plans for the cans. Plans yeah. for the plans cans. For the cans. We've All got right. some concepts written or uh, drawn out. We just need to uh, figure out which ones work and which ones we're gonna go with, and then do it. So what do you guys uh, what do you guys think is gonna be? It's going to be like the biggest decision you make in the next like two weeks. Two what's weeks what's the biggest, really good yeah. question. Like what's where the biggest are bears going to go? Yeah. How much where? Yeah, how much how where? How much and where? Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I think we already have a really how good idea of how the labels like are going to look. How figure out like the yields and like, like what? Well, it just you don't comes know. with experience. Yeah. Like, you know, I know yeah. about how much I normally lose. Hopefully I'm more efficient there and uh, we can, we can uh, get more beer per, you know, out of our batch. Than I'm thinking, but we always we all, Evan and I always kind of leave room for fluff and make sure that we aim low and hopefully hopefully yeah. make it work. Shoot for the stars, land on the clouds, type of thing. Yeah. This is the best Easter egg. Yes, yes <laughs> this, is, this, is right this is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. Anyways, yeah. So I mean, is there anything you guys want to add? I mean, we have you guys have posted it already. I'm sure most people are going to see it there. But yeah, in mean, case somebody sticks it out to an hour and twenty five minutes to the end of the podcast, let's first, let them know. first thing and foremost is just thank you for all the support. Uh, Definitely, everyone. You know, speaking personally for me, it's just been a pleasure to see, you know, all this happen from a you know first first posts on Instagram. You know, doing you know small little. 90 bottle releases out of out of uh ram and and seeing what that's grown into and allowing me to kind of do this and just seeing the uh the love in the craft beer community sometimes it gets uh a little crazy and i think uh people get a little out of line but i think at the end of the day we're we're all kind of you know in this together a little bit and i know that sounds cliche but i i I do believe that but but yeah i I really want to thank all all the fans that i have and people who've been supporting me my my support team especially you know my family uh you know everyone who's gotten here everyone who's who I've worked with in the past that's yeah that's kind of done that so thank yeah, you think, everyone thank yeah you. i think that'd be my parting words too and mainly just the team at, at more that helped us mm-hmm. um accomplish everything that we did in that period of time so we threw some names out there earlier and um you know everybody there knows who they are but just that you know we'll never forget you <laughs> yeah like you know um, so it's, it's just imp- really important to us that they know that. And, um, again, once we have the means to show them or give some of them jobs, you know, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. But, but, there you uh, go. yeah, but you know, we'll just, there's a lot of you good running really for good, 2020. Yeah. There's a lot getting, of really good people we're gonna over there. Create jobs. And it's, we're just, gonna- it's just, it's just, it was a emotional thing for us to, to leave them behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, obviously we can't do that for them and we won't. So. Um, it's just tough. It's yeah. tough. That's tough. So, like Zerg has that tiny little tap room. Will there be maybe nights where you guys are kind of doing some things together? Like, I think so. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, we've already talked about trying to do a collab together. Uh, you know, once we get on our feet, um, and then there's you know talks of having our beer on tap there occasionally or or selectedly. I don't know. Yeah, we, you know, we got to hammer yeah. those. Got to be a big out. phase three coming out party at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to do a fest or something, kind of invite people in and, you know, it, see see how that can work out. Uh, that's always been a kind of our thing we wanted to do. But Bringing it to the Northwest Burbs, right? Yeah. 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 The people don't even know yet. 
People yep. don't even know yet. To summarize the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll put yeah. the usher on. It's later. only an hour <laughs> and a half. We have like what two and a half three hours left yeah, yeah you guys want to keep going man. <laughs> yeah. no but if you guys are if you guys are cool let's we can sign off i mean if you yeah. what, what else uh, you want to yeah, talk about it, man. joe as always so thank this, you this was this was you know an opportunity to for me to learn the information and for everyone else you know that, that that's following it i mean like i said whatever you posted last night was like totally just caused it just stirred it all up uh it wasn't like an intentional i'm gonna post this and fuck with people's heads it was more like a it really like, came out of excitement yeah it was, it was just like i yeah. can't i yeah i can't stop kind of thing we like, couldn't yeah. post the whole story yet so it didn't make sense but yeah it's hard to you know it's not like it's instagram or, or twitter when you're, you're limited to so many characters but but people don't want to read a right a, a 200 you know word facebook posts you know they they they, hopefully they'd rather listen to this podcast we'll see about that but but i mean you guys should start layering out that information yeah. um i mean you've already seen such a warm response from the, the two yeah. posts that you've made the, the great thing uh joe is that even if uh you know i guess for us uh, the, the great thing is is that even if even if uh not not that many people listen it's like the word of mouth that will that will be helped by yeah kind of this podcast hopefully kind of um you know, helps helps answer some of the questions that you're. Referring that helps to. me build my my empire. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got the exclusive scoop right there. Yeah, yeah. well, we'll uh, awesome. It's yeah. Many thanks to you too. You've, you know, how Seriously. many podcasts have we yeah. been involved with with you now? Uh, right? Well, you're you're on number four now. I mean, you were the ad, more than adjunct stout four. adjunct stout one. You yeah. were on the surrounded the by idiots. You were on, and then the uh, original more three, and then now this is four. Oh shit! I want to get oh, to five. Shit. So well, you, no, 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 you're right. You're right. You were on the uh, bottle logic. Oh, I, I had a little. I had a little yeah. quick. Yeah, you and Mike and yeah. uh, Brandon went down for a little bit. Oh, see, am I still? I stand corrected. I still. Uh, did, you see the, did you see his face light up, Evan, when he found that he found there were still some juicy bits left? Yeah, it's I like, saw that. Ooh. It's almost like you feel Neil right now. You're like feeling <laughs> world works. He's channeling them right now. Feel Neil. <sighs> feel Neil. Hey Neil, we're gonna make a beer called. Feel, feel the needle. <laughs> Ooh, feel the needle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I appreciate you guys uh, signing on to do a Average Joe's uh, podcast collaboration. I mean, that's very, very cool. Wait, wait, what? 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, no, no, we never said that. No. <laughs> but uh, figure, yeah, I, pr- I appreciate you sharing the story with me. I know, I know you're, you know, like you said, you, you, you've been wanting to get it out to people, and it's something that needs to happen now, and kind of get yep. the story out to people because it's it's always a weird situation because it's. Well, am I being am I being like pretentious that people people must want to know this? But like obviously, we've seen from the uh, the outpouring of support yeah. and people commenting and asking and wondering quite, like what the hell's going on. Yeah, this was frankly, necessary. If they don't want to know, then they don't. They don't have to listen. They don't have to listen. They or don't they have, don't have to, to look at, look the, at your Facebook, the Facebook or your Instagram. Or yeah. yeah. Uh, if they do, here we go. There yeah. You go, so. and, and you know, if you want phase three beer, <laughs> you know, down the road, then yeah. You're gonna follow. You're gonna follow along. Exactly, and that's and we appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything else before we uh, say bye bye? Um, it's a pleasure. Pleasure, as, always. as always with you two. The it's, man. it's always a pleasure. So and for for you listeners at home, his beard is filling out very nicely. It actually, it's, it's yeah. still got a little Joe Dirt white trashy oh, patchiness it's to it's it. It's taken one year, but it's coming around. <laughs> it is coming around very nicely. Coming around so nice. Uh, well, thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> Thank let's, you. let's 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 raise a glass as yeah, always cheers. and say cheers. Cheers. All right, we're out of here. So phase three brewing. <laughs>
keep keep your eyes on. I, I'm still shocked right now. I'm still like in a state of like, is this really happening right now? Is this, uh, What's happening? Let's yeah. go. Who who needs helicopters flying Lego. over your beer releases Legos. when you can? Yeah. 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 All right. Cheers to phase three and many Cheers, many many years of uh, great beer coming out, and then eventually a tap room. Cheers. Cheers. Which I can be a hostess in, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. We're out. Cheers. Bye. Man.